0: Hey, it's your Op2Live team with your Op2Live podcast.
1: A rad program for personalized optimal living.
0: Enjoy today's episode.
2: Once again, hello everybody. My name is Doug Anderson. I have Dr. Amy Banner. Eric Banner sitting across hello. from me. And right next to me is Linda Banter. And we brought her in today. She is so knowledgeable. We're starting a series on meditation and uh, if this is one of those that I'll just get out of the way. These guys are so, so good at this. Oh, come they, on, I mean, We I know you meditate. It, but I'm a newbie, and uh, I love to listen to you guys talk. It mesmerizes me, and uh, I cannot wait. You guys are going to enjoy it. Let's talk about the benefits of meditation.
3: Benefits of meditation. Well, the thing is, we've all heard how meditation can help us. I mean, we read it in uh, magazines. We read it in newspapers. We hear it on newscasts at night. Meditation helps reduce stress and anxiety in the body. It helps to reduce age-related memory loss. It uh, lengthen, lengthens our lifespan. So they,
0: well, we so like they, this stuff. So they say.
3: <laughs> sure. It enhances self-awareness, and I know that probably there's much more, Eric.
0: We well, I, mean, about yeah, I think we've seen... This was a Mayo Clinic uh, staff... Uh, from uh, online and you know they were just highlighting cancer chronic pain of course depression Amy you, but you've t- talked about that a lot heart disease high blood pressure mom I think you mentioned right. sleep problems uh, tension headaches I mean there's right. a lot that goes into um, you know how the meditation can begin to add benefit or efficacy to maybe a condition that someone's living with today that really doesn't have to live that
1: way. And it's amazing. I mean, there are so many. This is an exploding area in medicine and science. And yeah, they're trying to scientifically study it because they're seeing all these benefits. And so if you look at things Deepak Chopra and mm-hmm. you know, if you listen to talks by Mark oh, Hyman and stuff, there's Deepak so many Chopra. great things out there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we we're proving the medical benefits that you guys are mentioning yeah. here.
0: And I think another uh, benefit that we're seeing, just the emotional part of it, again, this was a reference from the Mayo Clinic, is um, you, know, you gain a new perspective, which we know. It gives us an opportunity to get kind of out of maybe a scenario that we think is the reality, and it's not, right? So it gives us another perspective, which is really good. Uh, we're building stress management skills you know, opt to live. This is what we want that's everybody to walk all, away with. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it's more of these skills mm-hmm. and when to use them. Reduce negative emotions. I know, Mom, you're going to get into this a little bit more, but we have got right. to get away from the glass is always half empty. You <laughs> yeah. will not meditate mm-hmm. if that's your if that's where your perspective is in life. It has got to be super, super full. All the time. Um, And then increase patience and tolerance. And I know, Amy, that's why you meditate. Just patience (laughs) and tolerance for you. Yeah. (laughs) But those are some other things, Mom. I don't know if you have anything else on that. Well,
3: what I want to say is those are all wonderful reasons to meditate. Right. And it's just taking the time out of your life to do it. And it doesn't have to be long. I know that myself, since I've been meditating... There's things that I notice that have changed for me. I have more clarity in life. I have the ability to be more aware of what's going on around me. Uh, I'm being able to respond to people and situations instead of reacting all the time. People react.
0: That's a good one, yeah, I know. They
3: react. Mm -hmm. I'm more patient. I'm less judgmental. But I think most of all, I am more loving and open. And that is what meditation has done for me. Mom, do you
0: yeah. think the react, when we meditate more, we're more conscious? And right. when we're more conscious, right. we're less primitive or less reactive. Exactly.
3: And the thing is, when you talk about more conscious, that means we're more aware.
0: Right.
3: And once we have the awareness and see something, we can change it. But nothing will ever change until we have an awareness of it. And I think the meditation has helped me to be
0: much more aware. It can renew who we are as an individual. So I know a lot of people are listening to you know what we have to say. And if you feel like you're not at a place where you know you should be, right. this is a great tool and a great technique to begin to kind of help you with that initial conversion of change.
3: Right. Because somewhere deep within you right now, those of you that are listening, there's something stirring within you that's making you even want to listen to this conversation.
0: <laughs> you're, right. All right. you're
3: right. And I want you to take that feeling and go with it. It is a challenge. It's going to change what you're doing in your life. But it is well worth it.
0: And I know that another thing on the benefits. Just what what are the types? Um, and so you know some of the types out there. Guided. I think we we were just chatting a minute ago yeah, about the yes. Insight Timer. What a great I love it it's uh, app. My life. It's got some really cool yes. um, you know things that you can pull down and mantra. Of course, we hear that a lot in yoga, but you know it could be a rosary. It could be anything that is repeated. Uh, And after a while, the mind just says, okay, I'm going to kind of tone out here. (laughs) And that gives us an opportunity to move into deeper states of of meditation. Mindfulness, we'll see sometimes. I mean, that's kind of a a Buddhist technique, but I think any of us can Mm. use it. I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter. Qigong, Tai Chi, uh, Transcendental was another one that the Mayo Clinic was talking about. And then yoga, which we're kind of all partial to here. Um, But, you know, whatever that is that gets you... To that point of stillness, and I think all four of us yeah. have said this, it could be something, nothing more than sit for two minutes and watch your breath. That is Absol- meditation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's a great practice. That's it, a great starting point. It really Don't is. Don't complicate it. it just is. start doing it. And
1: you were even talking about moving meditation. Oh, how, I love this You story. know, sometimes it's out on a jog. Or they call it getting in the zone. Out out oh, because Jacob right, biking right, across the United the States. <laughs> So, well, he was telling
0: us that he says, you know, Dad, he, I, he wrote 100 miles the other day, and he said, you know, the first 10 miles I was there, and he goes, and then I just kind of tone out. He goes, and it's just bizarre, and next thing you know, I'm at a stop. Yeah. And uh, he goes, and then the last part of the ride, I'm kind of there again. And I said, Jake, that's meditation. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a, that's a real movie meditation. Yeah, <laughs>
2: definitely.
0: For sure. I think another thing that we were wanting to talk about today are obstacles, uh, to meditation Now let's just be honest this, this is going to be real So if you're going to jump into meditation I guarantee you You're going to be up against some obstacles um, And mom I don't know if you want to talk a little bit About what yeah. that looks like
3: I, I think that in meditating The challenge comes when the thoughts come Because hmm. we have a mind That is constantly going I attempt to watch the thoughts float by And not attach myself to them so that they will float by.
0: Yeah, you do a really good thing with the water, like a leaf in, yes. in the water. yes,
3: yes. And what Eric's talking about there, oftentimes, and when I very first started meditating, I know I was told to imagine the thought being a leaf floating downstream on a small creek and let that thought just float right through your mind's eye.
0: Wow. That's a great technique. Yes, I use that often.
3: Because the yogis say that we have a monkey mind <laughs> and it is always busy, always busy.
0: Yeah, there's a there's definitely a lot going on. I know that from a... Um, I know the Buddhists look at it from a, these five hindrances, as the sensory desire. So we get into... And let's just be honest, our senses are powerful. On the mm-hmm. mind, these are like very large amplitudes of, you know, frequencies. We're trying to get to a frequency that's like a whisper. And I always like to think of if I was at an ACDC concert um, and I'm at the front row, that's what our mind is when we're looking at our senses. And up in the far corner, as far as you can get away, someone whispering, this is what we're trying to get to when we're meditating is concentrating you know, to the point to where we can kind of let go of some of these really loud noises and begin to concentrate mm-hmm. and attune ourselves to something that is really soft.
2: Very nice, yeah. That, that's great.
3: That's really good,
0: Eric. I think the ill will was another one. Mom, you were talking earlier about yeah. hatred. and Yes. And, and, and uh, this, this is a big one.
3: Numerous obstacles, and a few of those are hatred and anger.
2: Yeah.
3: And prejudice. That pulls right in with, with uh, those two. Laziness. Worry worrying about everything. I always say, if you can't do anything about it, don't worry about it. When I was much younger, I could afford to worry about things. But as I get older, I have to trust that everything is as it should be. I do what I can, but if I can't, I don't let it bother me.
0: And in our society, I mean, a lot of times we just get restless. I mean, I mean, who, you know, because we're so, so busy, it is hard sometimes just to sit still. And I'm I'm learning that. I mean, even though I do my meditation, I mean, I like to do things. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And I'm um, kind of a go, go, go kind of guy. Right. But there's points at which I've got to just take in the moment. Be present. Be right. mindful. That's me too. And man. that is so refreshing when I can let that be a part of who I am in my day.
1: Right. right. I think it's even a bigger deal now because there are so many distractions for us, technology, technology.
2: Oh, we're overexposed um, stuff, to everything. Stuff, yeah, and our kids. I mean, just
1: think of this. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why you even have to be more intentional and literally practice this every day because it is
3: so hard. It's so countercultural.
0: Yeah.
3: And it is a practice.
0: For
3: sure. Don't ever think that you're ever going to capture it, say, I've done it. Because <laughs> right. every day, right. every day it's different for me. Right. And actually, that's really kind of the beauty of it. And it lets me see where I am. Because if I begin to meditate and I feel somewhat agitated, and I'm really trying to meditate. I mean, it's just like a battle within me. And sometimes I will actually just get up and think I can't do it because I'm just too agitated. So then I'll do some yoga for a while. I'll do some yoga that helps to settle me. My body needed to move. The mind gets released of some of the obstacles that are in there, challenges that make me not want to meditate. But um, practice it, practice it, practice it. You and know, I think one thing we definitely
0: months. want everybody to know is like, it, this isn't, yeah, it's not going to be perfect. No. Um, you'll have, some of my, um, you know, deepest experiences are just instantaneous. Right. It's like this mm-hmm. real quick instantaneous experience. Um, so to think that, okay, I'm going to, oh, Eric, you know, sits and meditates for 20 minutes that's that's because I'm just hoping I might get an instant it, of yeah deep connection it is it's just it's right. just
2: funny I th- I've heard I heard somebody say and I I, I wish I I knew but I s- said you know I know my mind's out of balance when I'm in a hurry for no reason.
3: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Right. Isn't that
2: cool? Yeah. yeah. But it's so true. But those are good
0: points too, Doug, because people need to be aware that this is what our minds are doing to us. And, uh, and you said this earlier, Doug, is that we've got to start conditioning the mind, not dissimilar to exercising the physical body. We have got to condition the mind to be strong mm-hmm. To be able to, at our will, say I'm going to concentrate. If we and, Mommy, you've said this. If I concentrate, they they supposedly for two minutes and twelve seconds. I don't know what that is, but uh, you'll naturally start to meditate. Right. Yeah. But it's hard for us to concentrate that long. You know, immediately it's like, oh look, I'm I'm still in the mind. And for me, when I'm mm-hmm. sitting in the morning. Next thing you know, this song that I was listening to yesterday comes in my and starts playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, nope, uh, come on. Get out of there. Dog's barking. Uh, yeah, it's getting so close. And then it, and then I get back into the, the sensory part of it. So it's kind of funny mm-hmm. to watch the journey.
3: So, ha- so how do we pull ourselves back to that? I use the breath. Yeah. I use the breath. Oh,
0: that's that's the best anchor, probably. Yeah. And
3: that's what we need. To bring that's what back. all of you. I want all of you to think of that. When this mind begins to get so scattered and you're hearing the dog and you're thinking of the song all you need to do is focus on the tip of the nose and watch the breath and the breath will take you back into having a still mind and body
0: it's interesting i i think when i start to get into a deeper state of meditation it's not like i was ever able to make it happen it's only when i've when i surrender or when i fall i fall into it right. i don't make myself yeah. go into it you have to it's, let go it's almost like if i could con- i will i have the ability to concentrate so i can i can discipline the mind to concentrate mm-hmm. but there's a point at which if i concentrate long enough that i begin to absorb or fall into this mm-hmm. higher vibration which we would all and we've all said is higher states of consciousness i think for most of us listening this is god You know, this is some larger energy that is omnipresent all the time. And we're just trying to find ways in which we can attune our mind to perceive it uh, in its loving
2: way. Gosh, that's great. You know what? We're talking about meditation. We're doing our uh, meditation podcast. And uh, we've been talking about so many different things that you've heard in the past few minutes. But let's go to what I want to know is so many people want to know, um, what does it feel like? How do you know that you're in a state of meditation? Linda, you were reading something earlier. Can you read what you had?
3: Well, when I knew we were going to be talking about this, I thought, now, Linda, it's hard to put into words how it feels. And I thought, just begin to write, because I, I do love journaling, and I'd like to talk about that with you sometime. But it is difficult to put into words how I feel when I know I've made contact with higher energy, which I call God. I automatically begin not just to relax, I soften. I actually begin to soften when I make that contact. And it's like my whole being vibrates, every cell. It vibrates very subtly, it's so delicate. I feel a wave of new life within me. It's new life. It's not an old life. It's not a young life. It's new life. And, and it is so refreshing. It's a feel of the presence of God. I feel it with my inner sense, which I call intuition. And I think that's what we need to recognize intuitively. All of you know when you make that contact. And it might not be that you're in a seated position meditating, You may be with a child, a baby. You may be with an older person. But there is that feeling, that sense, that intuitiveness of love and expanding. And that is what you will feel.
0: I think sometimes, even for myself, I absolutely love sunrises. And there is something about a sunrise Mm -hmm. and whatever that, it could just be a moment It could be birds taking flight. I mean, there's just, it doesn't, to your point, Mom, it doesn't have to be in a cross-legged position, you know, in some kind of seated position. Um, If we're doing this right, we're actually experiencing it during our day. Yes, And during our interaction with life and, and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, taking a walk, uh, being in nature. I think those really fire me up in, in a meditation. Um, and I know from, yeah. Oh, water. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a good negative Mm -hmm. ion there that, that is Mm -hmm. really draws us to it. And let's just be honest from an evolution standpoint, we came from water. So, um, (laughs) you know, it's probably a good thing. All life as we know it comes from or is survived by water. Yeah. There's probably an association with consciousness there or God, I would imagine (laughs) at some level. So,
2: yeah, absolutely. I think we strive for, for inner peace. And we strive for joy, which is more than yeah. happiness. Happiness is happenstance, yeah. right. and, which I love that I right. heard that as well. And I think we get there, we start getting there by having a, a mind of gratitude, just being thankful for every moment that you have. It is truly a blessing to think about mm-hmm. what
0: we have in this life, the ability to even be this instrument of God's making to be able to now evolve into the point to where we can perceive our God, and even have these conversations on how do we attune, you know, to that, and how do we allow it, you know, to your point, Doug, to allow us to be more joyful, and I think the four of us would imagine even more loving, yeah, to ourselves and to others around absolutely. us.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. What about you, Eric? What What is your experience when you?
0: Tap yeah, I mean, I think something? there's always this um, an overwhelming peace. Um, Again, I feel like it's more of a falling. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that when I can attune to it, there's vast knowledge. Like almost everything that's ever been written is there, right? So there's a knowing of everything. Um, And I think probably one of my deepest experiences, I was finding myself just moving deeper and deeper into this state, uh, and I saw where the potential for me was and I think I came out of it laughing because it's a long, long journey. So I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> but you know, to be that loving person all the time, and it was—it was a neat experience for me because it, there, I just realized there's a ton of potential yeah. Yeah. from where I am today yeah. and where I have the potential to be. But it was—I think what a gift to be able to see that, and yeah. um, so that was nice for God to give me that uh, opportunity. Um, you know, resting in the vibration of the universe, and I think once you've experienced um, a deeper state of meditation, there's just a knowing.
2: Yeah.
0: That that um, and like I said, for me, a lot of times they're instantaneous. It's not like I'm in them and realize I'm in them for a long time. It's usually just, just a it's
2: a little bitty piece. Yeah. I I I love it, you guys. I'm I'm loving this whole thing. Actually, I'm. I'm blown away by this conversation. I could listen to you guys talk forever. I am with uh, Dr. Amy Banner, Eric Banner, Linda Banner's over here. I'm Doug Anderson. If you guys want to know more about Optolive, please contact us or please check our website. It's shamrockwellness.com. This is your Optolive team. We'll see you soon. Hey, this is the Optolive team
1: with your Optolive podcast.
2: And as always, breathe, breathe eat, move, sleep. Move, sleep.